0: It's the week that was with Joe Palmasolo.
1: Our number two of the week that was, as we said at the beginning, um, there was a lot going on at Canton City Schools. Um, Just, you know, you you look at everything from the superintendent, the head football coach, uh, to the locker rooms being finished the sports complex the baseball field um on and on and on and the man kind of in the middle of all this is the school board president jr rinaldi and and uh jr has been gracious enough to take his saturday morning and come in here to studio and uh glad you made it in safely i slid a little bit
0: well that little fancy million dollar sports car you got <laughs> huh? you got to stop at Majoris and put some uh, bags of salt in the back of that thing and you won't look like you're uh you're driving a bruno molly car there so I, uh,
1: thank you god bless you giuseppe yes i um let's let's start jr with the, the superintendent yes um how how important you've got a good man in there as the interim right now
0: uh it's barb masiak
1: oh barb yeah i thought it was um uh what was his well, who's his name he was a former teacher and principal
0: oh dan nero yeah yeah no. wasn't he's not no uh, okay barb masiak i apologize no is the, no, it was the interim in, okay in mallory floyd who was a canton city grad McKinley okay basketball standout she's the assistant so exciting times uh, they have taken the the reins and they are making their visits out in the buildings and doing things like that and a lot of positive feedback uh, barb is is graciously stepped up to the plate 39 year educator you know three decades plus in Kansas wow. city highly respected amongst her peers so uh, we hit two home runs with barb and mallory
1: now they are considered interim yes mm-hmm. so uh, just like anything else, you've got to look inside and outside when you find the next superintendent. Right. Is is this something that she says, I am i don't want this permanently, I just want to be the interim?
0: No, she has made it very clear from the start. She goes, I'm in it to get us, you know, until we get a new superintendent. But okay. I have no desire, you know, to finish my career as a superintendent and things like that. So okay. So we made sure that when she is done helping us and getting us through the next six months, she will return to her previous job as the human resource
1: director. How do you find a superintendent?
0: Uh, actually, Ohio School Boards Association, they're the professionals. They have handled uh, school board searches for every district in the state of Ohio. And that is who we, re- we have reached out to. We have done this in the past. And actually, we met with Steve Horton. He is our gentleman from the association that will help us guide through this very important search. And, and funny, you talk about that. Uh, February 8th, we will launch the search they have uh, they are gathering our data a brochure is being put together uh, they are working with Rob Madelich in our communications department so they are getting all the exacts and making sure we're on point and uh, the deadline well it launches February 8th and then March 15th is gonna be the deadline for applications but it'll be a nationwide search and things like that wow. so their resource is incredible. Okay. And that's why everybody in the state goes to them because they are the professionals in doing this. How uh,
1: it, it, <clears throat> is Canton City schools it, it takes a special person mm-hmm. to come in and 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 there are there are hurdles at this point, right? That certain people would not want this job, right? And so you have to find somebody who really is committed to to the the uniqueness of Canton City Schools and the challenges of Canton City Schools and the positives right of Canton City Schools. How do you you know when you get these applicants? How do you handle that? Have you you've been through it before? I believe yes. so do you guys bring them in interview them the board and well
0: that is where OSBA is such uh, an important part of this is that they do it so much they have experts uh, they will go through the applications and they will uh, they know our needs they know our dynamics uh, we sat with Steve the other night and laid out what we're looking for mm-hmm. you know we laid out those criteria, which you know being an, uh, an urban school we know the challenges of what the state has set upon us right it's no secret that you know the attack on urban education is is statewide but with that being said we know the parameters we have to do everything we can you know to overcome those things Mm -hmm. and you hear me talk about when we hire people they have to be a plus talent you know and when you I want someone that wants to be a part of Canton City. I want someone to rip the band-aid off and if we need to fix things, if we need to think differently. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of people saying, Well, we've always done that. Uh, I don't I live I live, yeah, 20, that's a, I live yeah. twenty-five years in professional sports and if I would have said that one time, I would have been here on Saturdays with you and John <laughs> running the board. So I I, that's so I, true. I love people that think differently and yeah. that bring I love people that push you. I love people that say, Look, we need to look at this from a different dynamic and and, and you know, the board is committed to education. The board is committed to raising our student achievement because, look, first and foremost, you can't pay your bills with four touchdowns that you scored against Maslin. You have to have an education. Bingo. So the misnomer that Canton City is just about McKinley football is totally wrong. Yeah. You know, we have some of the best kids in the world out there, engineers, doctors, mm-hmm. you know, stay-at-home moms, whatever you want to be in your life, our career tech department, state-of-the-art. We have to invest in kids, and it starts in the classroom. It starts with achievement. And, and uh, the other night I told you how uh, the uh, teachers union invited me up to go over some things, and I was totally impressed on how they handled a lot. It's no secret that, you know, some of the issues with discipline and things like that. There are huge concerns in the district, but uh, they brought us in, and, and, and I'm totally impressed because it was structured, and, and I was even so thankful that some of the folks around that table – taught my kids Mm -hmm. and I told them that look I appreciate what you know what we're doing and having a great dialogue it wasn't adversarial Uh, they brought great points honest points but some of those folks taught my kids and hey my kids turned out pretty well so we have great staff we have great people we have a great community and we need someone that's an A plus talent that's going to turn this thing around and going to help us get better and the board has to support that the board is committed that you know, we're here. We have a board that's very strong right now that understands achievement is first and foremost.
1: And and someone who's going to empower the teachers, because I agree with you, there are great, I know a lot of teachers in Canton City Schools. And I know people who came out like like Bill Shearer and and Marcia Shearer and, you know, with Whispering Grace Horses now and how they were in Canton City forever. And uh, I know a lot of great, committed teachers there. And I think what they need is somebody to empower them. Absolutely. Uh, and and feel like, you know, this person has our back, and is willing to do what we need to do to to let us empower our students. So. And
0: I think that Barb and Mallory have been so instrumental just in the last week that they are in the buildings listening to people. They were doing those things, and that's why when we looked at Barb and Mallory, that's why the board felt that they were the best choices. They were, you know, they were our picks to, and really help us in this time of transition. And that's they are showing that, you know, for once, I think we got something right here.
1: Yeah. we we're gonna we need to take a break, and when we come back, I want to shift gears into. You've got a coaching opening too.
0: Yeah, that and, and that's uh, a pretty
1: high profile position in Canton City schools. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about where that's going and what your uh, what your priorities are on finding the next head football coach. And we'll talk about that. We're gonna continue with J.R. Rinaldi, president of the school board. Canton City Schools right after this. <laughs>
0: Better believe it. It's the week that was with Joe Palmisano on News Talk 1480 WHBC.
1: Okay, we're continuing our discussion with J.R. Rinaldi, president of Canton City School Board. And uh, thanks for coming in again today. I, I, I appreciate this. I appreciate it. Always talking with you. Uh, get mm-hmm. insights in what's going on. Now, you, let's shift gears to the... Uh, Head football coach. Yes. Dan Reardon did such a great job with, with this program, and um, now he's gone, mm-hmm. going back to Ursuline. Um, and, and you've got to find a football coach. And people say, oh, well, you don't have to hurry because, you know, it's a false sport. Right. But it's important that you get that guy in here now. So how do, you, how do you balance finding the right person with the urgency of finding a person now? How are you going to do that?
0: Well, the first thing you can't do is do something quick because you may think you have the right person. I think that you, uh, uh, my philosophy after working for a lot of successful people in high school sports and pro sports is that a job is open until you find the best person to fill it so to put any timelines on things like that I understand it but you can't narrow down your choices you've got to open it up you've got to make sure that uh, people all around understand and and know that this job is open so it's very important on the rollout of it and uh, the important thing that I think people know about Kent McKinley but I also know that we're at such a crucial point now Uh, we're gonna have nearly a 27,000 square foot facility that's gonna be the best in Stark County I mean I know the Tigers have the dome and all that stuff over there but you know we don't have a sugar daddy in Canton we have Canton so it's important to know that we are uh, we're we're gonna hire a new superintendent which is exciting we're gonna hire a new football coach was that's exciting we are looking at what we do as a district now Uh, you know when they rolled out that we jumped into the federal league you know there was all this pomp and circumstance that we're gonna invest in kids and you know the federal league sports, tennis and you know the country club sports and you know <laughs> we don't do well in those sports because if you look through the system uh, you sports in this town is very you know there's there's good and there's bad but there's no consistency so the district what 15 years ago now we're gonna invest in kids and we're, we're gonna do it all we don't do those things well so we have to make a conscience decision to get involved restructure how we think what we do uh you know i'm proposing we hire a strength and conditioning specialist that works with our district that works with our kids and not just on lifting weights it's about nutrition it's about other things that uh you know you talk about you know an urban setting in our town we talk about food deserts to where if you go into certain ends of town there's no grocery stores yeah so this is just bigger than wins and losses and scoring touchdowns bingo yeah so it's about developing our kids Uh, I want to see us tied in with the community centers. I want to see us tied in with our parks and recreation department because uh, the merger of the parks and rec, uh, the schools are not tied into anything now recreation-wise. So this hire is not just about winning on Friday nights. This is about investing in kids, uh, using a facility that is going to be just second to none. Uh, But it all ties in with how our kids feel. And some people say you're just all about sports. Absolutely not. So what if our kids can be a great athlete and be a good student, and that's their vehicle to get a better education and things like that? So all of this intertwines. It does. We have great programs around this district, but we also have a chance right now that when we move forward, if we don't pull the Band-Aid off and look at this, and reevaluate it and make it better for our kids. Shame on us.
1: So how do you do that? Is this going to be a national search for well, for football coach too? Well, I
0: can tell you better be because everything we do, we owe it to our community and our kids to make sure that there isn't a stone that's that's left unflipped over.
1: You're going to get a lot of a lot of applicants for the head football job.
0: Well, great because you know what? Everybody's going to get their fair share just like with the superintendent search. Uh, our community expects us to look at all this very diversely and we're going to but when we limit ourselves to what our future looks like that's our fault and this board is very committed to making sure that when we make decisions they have to be the right ones we don't have any cha- we don't have any room we don't have any margins for mistakes here right so to me i'm excited this is a gr- i want someone that wants to be here i want someone that comes in that has some experience that can show us that look this is what i've done along the way And I'm like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be great. And it has
1: to be, it can't be someone who just wants to win football games.
0: Well, I was always told that if you never abandon the core,
1: you never have
0: to revisit it. We have to have a core. And I think, uh, first of all, I want to thank Dan Reardon. He came in at a time of transition for us. Did a great job. Absolutely. So good for him to be able to go back home. I understand what that feeling's like. But I also know that I had a little investment investment in him that not many people know. When they hired him, I got a phone call in spring training and said, well, what if you think we hire this guy? Well, if you hire that guy, you both will be looking for a job. What about Dan Reardon? Ah, there you go. There's the guy that we need at Kent McKinley. So mm-hmm. I think maybe that was one right thing I did along the way. Yeah. But I knew he was a winner. He was proven. Look at what he did at Ursuline. And, and, and why do you think and, they came back to get him? Yeah. He's their guy. I agree. So, but we thank Dan, uh, treated me with a lot of respect, and 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 likewise. But him leaving was not a surprise. Two months ago, he told me that this may happen, and he may be going home. So, to me, wasn't a shock. Right. But I'm happy for him. I'm happy that his you know that his family is going to be taken care of. It's a great situation for him. And let's celebrate what he's done for us, and let's yeah. build on it and take it to the next level.
1: Absolutely, and that's a that's going to be um, a big task. Right. You know, with with the superintendent, with the 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 uh, hiring of the head football coach, with all the other things that are going on in Canton City, and then we we're going to get into some of the facility things, right? Uh, when we come back after the news and sports, I want to get with you about the center, what's going on with that, the baseball field, which is exciting. Um, and, and and just some other things, and and I, was, I still want to talk. I want to talk about some academic issues too, if you don't mind. Absolutely. J.R. Rinaldi will continue with him right after the news and sports. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah,
0: You'll be excited to hear it all. It's the week that was with Joe Palmisano on
1: News Talk 1480 WHBC. We are continuing our discussion with J.R. Rinaldi, uh, board president of Canton City Schools, about so many things. We've talked about superintendent, we've talked about the head football coach, You, I agree. You, you're in a position right now, Canton City Schools is in a position where you, you got to get this right, both, both hires. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And people that are dynamic, that care about kids, that care deeper than... X's and O's, um, you know, and and I think, you know, there's been positives and negatives in hires. Um, I, th- I thought Ron Johnson did a good job of taking care of kids and preparing them for college. I think Dan Reardon did. Um, I think there's been some misses in between uh <laughs> yeah well, go on next <laughs> but but I wasn't here for that one <laughs> but i uh but but I think in the long run um, you guys have hit on on some some good people and and i uh i wanted to get into this this field house um you know i think it's it's gotta be i think it was probably very frustrating for Dan right that he lost his locker room. Uh, that it, that that they lost their meeting rooms and everything else, and and that it it didn't come back soon enough. What is going on now? I saw drawings. You've got drawings. I I, I actually printed them out, but I don't know what I did with them. Uh, but what's the latest on the field house on the sports center?
0: Well, the one thing that has moved forward is that uh, in November the board took over the. Uh, the football facility and it's also uh it'll be home to the track teams and mm-hmm. the soccer team and a cross country team so there'll be a portion of that that is dedicated there'll be locker rooms and things like that uh for the building that's up on don scott that will be tore down that is like four hundred thousand years old so uh a, a major portion of that will be for the football team uh, but a portion of the south side of it is going to be you know the spring home for our spring sports and then mm-hmm. fall cross country and things like that So what's women's
1: locker room, the There'll be men's
0: and yeah, men's and and boys, men's and women's, that's what I wanted to say. But it's but it's an opportunity not just for football, but it's to it's what I talked about earlier. Are we enhancing some of those other sports, giving them, you know, an office and a home to where really the building that we have now on Don Scott is just locker rooms, a garage, and a restroom. Mm -hmm. So to be able to give them locker rooms to use and things like that. So we're enhancing more than just football. We're helping the district. We're doing some things, and I think that's a huge point of not getting lost in the weeds is that, you know, that football operations center is going to be more than just football.
1: So the question that comes up all the time and is in my mind is when
0: well the big thing is is uh unless you've been sleeping for the last four years you know they've have you oh you look well Well, thank you (laughs) (laughs) but the uh the struggles you know of irg are you know i mean we all know what those are and, and what they were but i can tell you on december 5th we uh Uh, members of the board had a meeting with IRG and uh, the gentleman from the M. Klein Company, Eric Schwartz, Mm -hmm. and I think it was probably one of the best meetings uh, that I've been a part of since this thing got off the ground four or five years ago. Uh, He gets it. Yes, absolutely he does, and he looked at me and said, where do we need to be? And I just said, look, I don't want a Cadillac, I don't want a Cavalier, but we need to do more, and uh, they've been gracious since that day to where... Uh, facilities up around 27,000 square feet you know we lost 28,000 square feet and that's at garages and storage and so when you look at the facility uh, is it a perfect thing you know someone floated out a two-story facility that's nine million dollars well that's not what we lost in a perfect world if the district had an extra four or five million yeah sure great but we don't so we have a one-floor facility that is incredible uh, you've seen yeah, the drawings seen it. and things I like, like that.
1: It. Yeah.
0: Uh, so that's what we're excited about. And when you look at what we lost, it's more than what we lost. So Eric Schwartz gets it, and we have come to the table to where now I've spent the last two days on the phone with the attorneys. Uh, they're ready to move, as what we discussed on December 5th. Mm-hmm. They've made changes. Even before Dan left, Dan had a laundry list of, well, I'd like to see this, i like to see that. They've accommodated all those things. So from what I'm hearing now is they like to get a shovel in the ground between now and March 1st. Uh, I'm really? I'm op- optimistic for that. And, uh, you know, they have told me that uh, a November 1st completion date is a realistic thing. And, and just so when people say, well, but it's not this, it's not that. Uh, in my career in baseball, we built facilities all around the place. And sometimes they opened up mid-season. Sometimes they opened up August 1st. But we got them completed, got them done. But I know that the day that our kids are able to move into that facility, a lot of the bumps and hurdles of the past will wash away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be a pro-style environment, uh, a 4,000-square-foot weight room right next to the varsity locker room, uh, meeting rooms, huge meeting rooms, things like that. Uh, for the coaches who are there, long hours. There's there's yeah. a, a, a kitchen and a little lounge area to where there's a couple of ETA tables and some things in there to where, as you know, you're always – I'd be on, sleeping on the there. Days. Well, yeah. Well, in the last four years, you have so. <laughs> but when you look at it, it is very diverse. And <laughs> when you look at a structure, so. But but the thing that moves me is that since that December fifth meeting, I can say that I feel uh, coming together. I, I feel honesty, and Eric Schwartz was a big part of that. From the
1: so realistically, think, right? Realistically, you're looking at 2020. As being the, well, but
0: that's an everyday center. So to me, if we can get it open in nineteen, it'll be used every day.
1: But it'll so, be used in November. Right. I mean, it'll be ready in November. It won't be ready for see, the football my, season. My, but I'm ironwork-
0: my, my iron worker in me tells me that it's a one-story, you know, beautiful building. I mean, right. it's beautiful. And they're and to the, the be you know conservative as you are, yeah. young man. They're saying six to nine months to build it. But I think that if they have a good spring and some other things, to where being a one-floor facility, I could see them. You know doing it quicker, but they're afraid to commit to that. And I understand that, yeah. but, uh, but it's going to be beautiful. The exterior is awesome. Uh, but the bottom line is, is that let's cross your fingers and wear your, you know, your pajamas inside out, you know, that we can
1: turn your rally hat they, on. <laughs>
0: yeah, i got my, my brewers hat on, yes. but hopefully we can get these things signed, uh, shortly. And okay. once, you know, once I sign off, cause we have to give them permission to build, on our property, so there's some legal wranglings that they have to get done, and that's what they're looking at now. So, well, to, just give to be permission. A, well, really, <laughs> go ahead
1: and build. <laughs> give me the keys to your car. I'll be back in an hour.
0: But I'm optimistic because we are at a, we are a place now that we've never been at, yeah. and I also know that they have some things coming, and and that you know they need to get some movement. They need to do some things and fulfill the obligations. Good. and I'm excited that we are at this point. So.
1: All right, we're going uh, to take a break, and then when we come back, I want to wrap this up with the baseball facility mm. and the academic challenges that Canton City Schools faces, if you don't mind. I'm here till 10. All right, deal. <laughs> we're going to continue with J.R. Rinaldi right after this. Stay tuned. And now, Back to The Week That Was with Joe
0: Palmisano on News Talk 1480, WHBC.
1: We are continuing. There's so much to talk about with you, with Canton City Schools and everything that's going on. J.R. Rinaldi, the president of the school board of Canton City Schools, and uh, the, the baseball field, finally. Right. You lost your baseball field. You got you uh, along with the city and... J- ba- J- ba- or Babe Stearns and the
0: badges for baseball program, badges which is of baseball, the police department.
1: So mm-hmm. and and then uh, the Cal Ripken yes. Society. Right. Um, everybody got together and you kind of spearheaded this whole thing, Jr. And and now you got a baseball field getting ready to. Well, it was come great. to fruition. Yeah, because
0: about a month ago we met in council chambers. Uh, it was a Wednesday night. It was chilly. It was cold outside, and uh, about fifty people showed up and uh chuck brady from the uh or chuck ross from the uh uh ripkin association came in and gave a display and the thing that impressed people he did a presentation that he went 45 minutes into this presentation before he even talked about sports he talked about all these core things and not not just not just you know boys he talked you know their whole platform is is girls and boys and things like that so uh, that impressed a lot of folks that night. It was, in, it was incredible to see that much support. Mm-hmm. I was totally stunned at that. But what that did is open up a lot of doors to where yesterday uh, Mayor Burnaby and Senator Shering uh, brought in a community partner you know, of a big corporation from out of town uh, to where they toured the city and did some things. And then they stopped down at the J. Babe Stern Center, which is the home of the Badges for Baseball program. Which is tied into the Ripkin Foundation, mm-hmm. so that's how all this has come. But uh, we gave a presentation to them, uh, and even Senator Shuring was just very impressed with uh, that. Just it's not just about a baseball stadium. When you look at the Altman, pro, you know the Altman Core Investment Area, you know part of the comprehensive plan. Mm-hmm. So you look at all the movement that the city is doing right now, and how the Southwest End, uh, you know, the Altman folks have invested in the Southwest End, and. and and, and where the field is going to be placed is right on that core area to where now uh, a lot of people are coming to the table wanting to be a part of this. And at the end of the day, kids win. Because it's not just about playing baseball on it, which I'm excited because for the first time in a long time, our kids at McKinley High School have a varsity field that when you pull up, it's like pulling up to Glen Oak Stadium. You know who plays there. You know who owns this thing. Uh, The district will own it when it's done. They'll maintain it but the scrim and all that stuff on the fencing you know, it's going to be the home of you know Canton McKinley baseball it'll be called Hank Miller Diamond at J Babe Stern field wow so Hank Miller how many years did he have yeah coaching baseball and, Absolutely. I, and I joke with spider that if your dad was still alive coaching baseball he'd be in jail
1: wow
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> really- Hank was old school <laughs> before old school but at the end of the day mm-hmm. You know the Badges program, and and the thing that that we talk about is that that field will be able to provide opportunities that uh, they'll be out playing kickball on it and sit down and have lunch and, and yeah. do team building and do some things that it's not just about sports. And that's the thing that I think people get lost in that message that it's not always about scoring a touchdown or hitting a home run. It's that core.
1: Yeah, that I was it's always so taught. true.
0: Absolutely, it's about you know twenty years later. Last night you were at yeah. the Malone thing and you're talking to your your, your guys that you coached and. It's those things they remember about you that fly by so fast for you, but that's what it's about is twenty years down the line they came back they come back and say, you know, this is what I remember and thank yeah. you for teaching me.
1: And and it was never about none of the discussion was about touchdowns or this or that. It was about relationships. And and that's really what the core of this whole thing is. I, I have to get into this while we in the time we have left. The report cards for Canton City Schools. Right. I went online and I've looked, and I've talked about this in the past, but achievement in F, graduation rate in F, progress at D, improving at-risk K-3 through readers, D, gap closing, F, prepared for success, F. How in the world, with all the things going on, do you bring it back to what is most important? How do you get Canton City Schools achieving at a higher level
0: well you coach what's the first thing that you have to have before you can even instruct anything what's the first thing you have to have you have to have a core but it's deeper than it's culture and climate you've got to be able to have a safe stable environment for learning Mm -hmm. you've got to be able to understand the challenges of our kids and it's what we talked about off air is that uh some of our kids you know the single you know parent homes in this you know in our town is you know I mean if you look at some of the trends I'm sure you know high poverty rate all those signs are there but with that being said we as a district have to make sure that we provide that safe stable environment uh, you know uh, the, the, the help from the psychologist mental health help and things like that and that's why the decision we made in August to add some of the care teams and the yes classrooms. so if one kids having a bad moment you know, we can get them out of the room, get them calmed down, and then get them back engaged. So the culture and climate is is the first step to create any learning environment. And we as a board have to invest in that. We have to make sure that, that we are doing all those things to do that. And that's an investment. And, and that's one of those things that you have to rip the Band-Aid off because some people will tell you, well, you can't suspend your way out of this. Well, I agree with that. But we also can do some things along the way to where, you know, what are you doing for the kids that come to learn every day? the kids with issues we have so many things in place for that but what are you doing for the families that eat dinner across the table from each other so there's a very diverse section here that we've got to be able to handle that master that and that's why when we hire the next superintendent that is the first focus of learning is a safe stable environment that the kids can learn in every day if there's kids having issues and things like that uh, we have so many things in place but we have to refine that we have to invest more in that because we're not.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, and not ex- not accepting this also is part of it. Well, and, and, ex- a- absolutely and, and right. Because kids will only rise to the level in anything, sports, it's- academics, of what expectations are for them.
0: And that's why when you hire someone, you have to, and I say it <clears> repeatedly, <throat> you hire an A-plus talent, you'll get an A-minus effort maybe. But if you hire C-minus talent, you'll get a D-minus effort so that's why some people accept that. Some people say, "Well, you just know how it is," and that's not acceptable. No, for that us. isn't. No, and some people they're happy with that. This board, as you can see, we are focused on taking this district to the next level. We can't change what the Republicans have done in Columbus. We can't change that. You know, six or seven school districts are ready for takeover, but all we can do is keep working our rear ends off to make sure that you know the teachers, the administration, the board members, the community you know because all that stuff comes J- together and we've done that this has and been like this more.
1: this has been like this ever since i have been on the air here f's d's and, and well if
0: you go back to 2014 uh if you look at all the urban eight scores uh we had a 58 so when you look at all the areas in like first place third place fourth place you know of how we ranked and and i'll be very honest and and it doesn't please me to say this but we had a 58 in 2014 out of the areas and how we scored. We have an 88 now. Okay, There's four categories that were dead last and that's not acceptable. We have to invest in achievement. We have to invest in a safe, stable learning environment for yeah. our community. And that's tough. Look at our demographics. But if you just keep saying that, then that's an excuse.
1: Yeah, it is. And that's
0: not acceptable it for is. any of us. But I know that when, when we make good hires, when we make good decisions, we don't have any margins of error for a poor decision or a poor hire here. Everything we do has to be a home run out of the park. And we're focused on that and and with everybody's help. And I can't say it enough, sitting with the teachers union the other night, and they were structured and respectful, that's what I'm talking about. See, and
1: that's the – and I know we got to go, but that's that's the kind of um, dilemma that I look at is I know many of the teachers. I know the quality of the teachers – in Canton City schools and there are great teachers here. And I know they they are good enough to get kids beyond this. So there's something else underlying this whole thing. And you probably hit on it in our conversations is that we have to we have to put resources into it. We have to be able to do the things that we need to do to get these teachers to have their back and allow them to teach kids. Well, and
0: and that's what, and we talked about off air is that when you hire someone and it, you need a foxhole person, so when things are rough and things are bad and they call you and say this is what's happening and all like that, you know that they've done their best and you have their back because that's how it should be. Yeah. Are you invested as much as I am? And that's the part that we have to feel as a board. We want investment, we want support, we want to know what's going on, because the biggest thing that, from a board member's perspective is when I read something, online or hear it on whbc 1480 that's the biggest mistake that you can do for us it's okay to keep us in the loop it's okay to let us know because a heads up goes a million miles when a parent calls and well you, and, and you all, have to say i have no idea what you're talking
1: about you all have to be on the same team sure. or same same wavelength
0: yep. and that's why i'm excited because we've got great things going on
1: jr you've got a lot of challenges you've got a lot of great things going on i i thank you and and uh the board for for you know, and I wish you the best. Well, I mean, well you've got a lot of things well, going know, my, on right my now. My
0: Christmas card list is shrinking here lately, so will you at least send me a Christmas card? Yeah, I'll card send you a Christmas year? card. self esteems it <laughs> an all new love. I'll do it. <laughs>
1: okay, J.R. Rinaldi, president of the Canton City School Board. Thanks so much for spending an hour with me today. Uh, absolutely. I appreciate yeah. it very Thank much. Thank have, you, John. Have a great one.
0: Yep.